the walk, to the walk. We are servants of God. Let us follow the path that our master has trod. With the balm of his counsel, our strength to renew. Let us do. Jesus, who is the master we are expecting to come and to whom we shall render whatever we are doing. As a youth, was also involved in his father's business and was so committed to his father's business. So much too that when the earthly parents were looking for him, but they could not find the way in search of him. Hear what he told his earthly parents. Luke 2 49. Luke 2 49. And he said unto them, How is it that you sought me? Wist ye not that I must be about my father's business? That was the reply he gave to his early parents. He said, why are you looking for me? Don't you know I'm going about my father's business? Which I must occupy with till my father calls me home. This same Jesus, as he was growing up, let's see what he said. John 9, verse 4. John 9, verse 4. I must walk the works of him that sent me while it is day. The night cometh when no man can walk. Jesus is saying, that he will walk the words of his father that sent him to this world. Why it is day, that is why I'm still alive. Why I'm still on earth here. That is the day of our life. So, but the night comments, who oh, will no more be in this world. That's our night, when no man can walk. Now, we must know that Jesus has a spiritual family, of which is the firstborn in that family. And who are these members of this spiritual family of Jesus? 
there are the few people chosen by God to know this truth and who are doing the will of God, the Father, by living in obedience to everything that the truth tells them or everything that they hear of the truth. These are members of the spirit family of Jesus. Matthew 12, 47 to 50. 12, 47 to 50. Then one said unto him, Behold, thy mother and thy brethren stand without, desiring to speak with you. But he answered and said unto him that told him, Who is my mother? And who are my brethren? And he stretched forth his hand toward his disciples and said, Behold my mother and my brethren. For whosoever shall do the will of my Father, which is in heaven, the same is my brother and sister and mother. He said, Whosoever shall do the will of my Father, which is in heaven. And obedience to this truth is the will of the Father in heaven. He said, The same is my brother my sister and mother. That is, this is the family I recognize. And every member of this spiritual family has work to do. Because the first one in this family said he will work the works of him that sent him. It means every member of this spiritual family in which Jesus is the first one has work to do. Therefore, none of them should say he or she has nothing to do in this family. So all the members of his spiritual family must also walk the words of God who sent them to this world and chose them into this spiritual family of Jesus. And the least each one of them does for God will be precious in his sight. A popular evangelist. I was told he said one day that the person with a clean shoe every morning before he goes to minister. He said, now what can they do? Because if you know clean issue, you know if you go minister, be. As long as that person is committed to that work, no matter how mean the job may be, no matter how despised that work may be in the sight of others, as long as they are committed to it, then that work is pressure in the sight of God. When Saul of Tarsus found grace with God, to be chosen into this special family of Jesus. The first question he asked Jesus was, what will that have me to do for you? That was the first question. Because you know saying don't come to the special family of Jesus and there's always work to do in that family. And he asked Jesus, what do you want me to do for you now? You don't arrest me, I'm not in your family. What do you want me to do? And Jesus told him the work, the assignment that's a man for him to do in this family. Therefore, every member of this family must inquire of the Lord what work or labor Jesus wants me to do for him. Rather than being idle in the family, God hates idleness. John 18, 37b. John 18, 37b. To this end was I born, 
And for this cause came I into the world, that I should bear witness unto the truth. Everyone that is of the truth heareth my voice. Jesus knew the purpose for which he was born to this world, to bear witness unto the truth. And he said, everyone that is of the truth will definitely hear the voice of this truth and follow. This means that the brethren of Jesus in the family must, among all other divine assignments that they have in the house of God, first and foremost, bear witness unto the hidden truth in the scripture, which Jesus Christ made them to know. Matthew 13, 11. Matthew 13, 11. He answered and said unto them, Because it is given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it is not given. So the mystery of the kingdom of heaven are given only to his spiritual family. And so from youth he has been bearing witness unto this hidden truth also. Now he expects members of this spiritual family to also begin to bear witness of this hidden truth unto others. That is the first divine assignment. And it is very important to bear witness of these hidden truths. You know why? Because many souls are perishing outside there. The people of God have been captured by the devil, dragging them to hell because they have no knowledge of these hidden truths. Isaiah 5, 13 to 14. Isaiah 5. 13. Therefore, my people are gone into captivity because they have no knowledge and their honorable men are famished and their multitude dried up with thirst. Therefore, hell hath enlarged herself and opened her mouth without measure and their glory and their multitude and their pomp and he that Rejoiceth shall descend into it. That's why it is very important that we that are members of this family will bear witness of this hidden truth that we have heard, that we have been taught, that we have been given by Jesus, the firstborn in this family, to save others who are going to hell, to save the poor of God who are in captivity. Apart from this divine business of bearing witness of these truth orders, members of this family must also be busy with the talents given to them by Jesus. They must occupy themselves with these gifts, with these talents. For they define how the church, the body of Christ. And these talents are given to them according to their ability. And Jesus gave a parable concerning these talents. In Matthew 25, let's read it. Matthew 25, 14 to 15. Matthew 25, 14. For the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods. And unto one he gave five talents, to another two 
and to another one. To every man according to his several ability. He said he gave to one five talents. To another how many? Two. To another how many? One. According to your ability. Whatever it is, or whatever talent it is they are giving, or whatever it is they are choosing to do in this special family of Jesus, members of this family, they must do it not to please men. They must do it not with eye service, to be seen of men. They must do it not as if they are being forced to do that thing, or being compared to do that thing. And they must do it without murmuring. They must not do it negligently. Why? Because there's a curse of God upon anyone that does the work of God negligently. Jeremiah 48, verse 10 Jeremiah 48, verse 10a. Cursed be he that doeth the work of the Lord deceitfully. God rewards. Remember all this we have family who are diligent in whatever work or divine business they find the same doing in this family. They are rewarded. For example, those two servants in that parable of the talents labored diligently with those talents until their master came. And what was their reward? They were asked to enter into the joy of the Lord. And they were made rulers over many other things. That, that's in Matthew 25, again. Matthew 25. Yes. 16 to 17. Then he that had received the five talents went and traded with the same and made them other five talents. And likewise, he that had received two, he also gained other two. That is, those who were given five talents, two talents, they occupied themselves with these talents, whatever thing they were given to do in this family, and they doubled the talents because they were diligent. But the third servant, the one that was given just one talent, neglected the only talent given to him. I did not bother to labor with it. Because he was a slothful, wicked, and self-centered and unprofitable servant. Who was only concerned about what he could get for himself. Since there's no monetary gain attached to this talent given to him, that's why he neglected that talent. And the master said, you are slothful, you are wicked, you are unprofitable. The only talent given to him was taken from him by his master. And given to the diligent and faithful servant who had ten talents. This wicked servant eventually was cast into utter darkness for being negligent with the talent given to him. The eternal destination and the reward of these three servants were determined by what they did with the talent given to them. The other two who traded with their talents. They were asked to enter into the joy of the Lord. The eleven out of the twelve disciples or apostles of Jesus Christ, ordained by him in his spiritual family, 
Labor of them, labor diligently. And sacrificially too. With the talent given to them. And they were committed to their divine business. They were asked to enter into the joy of the Lord in heaven when they left this world. But Judas labored for money to the neglect of the one talent given to him. He was busy about how to get money from those scribes and Pharisees. He didn't bother about the talent given to him because it was self-centered. Love of money was in his heart. Today, Judas has been cast into where? Into utter darkness. And his office was taken away from him. Who was behind Judas for? Not be Satan. Nein. He's our greatest enemy. And if I especially careless, you'll get us. Now, look at the advice Jesus gave to members of his spiritual family. John 6, 27. John 6, 27. Labor not for the meat which perisheth, but for that meat which endureth unto everlasting life, which the Son of Man shall give unto you. For him hath God the Father sealed. Members of this family must labor for the meat that endured unto eternal life. That it, they must labor in the doting of Christ to know more and more about the hidden truths in the scripture so that they can bear witness of them to those who are perishing. To people who are in captivity. They must labor to lay up treasure not on earth here, but to lay up treasure in heaven, where their hearts will be. Matthew 6 19 to 21. Matthew 6 19. Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth, where moth and rust doth corrupt and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. So if you are laying up treasure in heaven, you are laboring for that meat that doesn't perish, your heart will be heaven-bound. But if you are laying out your treasure on it, your heart will be what? Headbound. What are these meats that perishes? Which you already talk about now. Maybe the pursuit of worldly honor. Or pursuit of worldly fame. Worldly riches. Pursuit of materialities of this world, these are me that perishes. Pursuit of holy pleasure, these are me that perishes. You see, labor not for this. When you are laboring for this meat, we know they perish so. Or when you are laboring for the divine assignment or with the talent we God give to you. Or whatever you find yourself doing in this family. 
you must do it cheerfully. Why? Because God loves cheerful givers of their services to him. Any work or labor we have to do for God demands a sacrifice. Because Christ sacrificed his life for you. So if you remember this your family, you find yourself doing anything or you have been given anything to do in this family, it demands your sacrifice. It demands your consecration, your devotion. It requires giving God the first place in your life. And God will surely reward some people who are doing the work of God cheerfully, giving God first place in their heart. God rewards faithfulness. If you have time for God, then go get time for you. John 4, 34. John 4, 34. Jesus said unto them, My meat is to do the will of him that sent me and to finish his work. Who they talk now? He's saying get meat when I don't know about you. And what is that meat? To do the will of God who sent me, the will of my God that sent me. And what is that thing? To save perishing souls. That was the will of his father. That's what he came to do in this world. He said, that's his meat. I'm not after perishable meat. I'm after meat that endure to eternal life. Some, now to get rich, now they pursue And anybody with the pursuer to get rich at all costs, that person gets evil eye of covetousness, which is idolatry. And that person will be full of darkness. And in the end, na poverty go in that person. Proverbs, Proverbs 28, 22. 28, 22. He that hasteth to be rich hath an evil eye and considereth not that poverty shall come upon him. Now, let's read Luke 7. Luke chapter 7. 36 to 39. 36. And one of the Pharisees desired him that he would eat with him. And he went into the Pharisee's house and sat down to meet. And behold, a woman in the city which was a sinner, when she knew that Jesus sat at meat in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster box of ointment and stood at the feet, at his feet, behind him, weeping, and began to wash his feet with tears, and did wipe them with the hairs of her head, and kissed his feet, and anointed them with the ointment. Now when the Pharisee, which had bidden him, saw it, he spake within himself, saying, This man, if he were a prophet, would have known who and what manner of woman this is, that him, for she is a sinner. Now look at uh, 44 to 47 now. Read 44 to 47. 44 to 47. And he turned to the woman and said unto Simon, Simon, seest thou this woman? 
I entered into thine house. Thou gavest me no water for my feet. But she had washed my feet with tears and wiped them with the hairs of her head. Thou gavest me no, no kiss. But this woman, since the time I came in, had not ceased to kiss my feet. My head with oil thou didst not anoint. But this woman hath anointed my feet with ointment. Therefore I say unto thee, her sins, which are many, are forgiven. For she loved much. But to them, but to whom little is forgiven, the same loveth little. Yes. This Pharisee, by name Simon, who thought he was very righteous, invited Jesus into his house. But he did not bother to render any service to Jesus. Because the love of Jesus was not in him. But this woman, even though a sinner, despised by Simon, the righteous Pharisee, diligently sought for Jesus and eventually found Jesus in Simon's house. There, she demonstrated her much love for Jesus by rendering service to Jesus with her whole heart, with her whole soul and spirit, and even honor Jesus with the best of her substance, alabasa bust of ultimate. This extreme show of love was pressure in the side of Jesus and he rewarded this woman with full salvation and forgave her all her sins that were many. John 21, 15 to 17. John 21, 15 to 17. So, when they had dined, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonah, lovest thou me more than these? He said unto him, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. He said unto him, Feed my, my lambs. He said to him again, the second time, Simon, son of Jonah, Lovest thou me? He said unto him, Yes, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. He said unto him, Feed my sheep. He saith unto him the third time, Simon, son of Jonah, lovest thou me? Peter was grieved because he had said unto him the third time, Lovest thou me? And he said unto him, Lord, Thou knowest all things. Thou knowest that I love thee. Jesus said unto him, Feed my sheep. Hmm. Hey, three times Jesus asked Simon, Peter, if he loved him. Then Simon answered, Yes, I love thee. He said, If you love me, do the work I have assigned to you to do. His son assignment was to feed the lamb and the sheep of God. Your assignment may be different. Finally, our love for Jesus is determined by first our obedience to all the true way they teach us. Secondly, by attitude towards the divine assignment in this spiritual family. Let us pray.
for some of us who do not know our divine assignment or whatever God has asked us to do or the talent, Jesus revealed it to me. And put me in my proper assignment. Prayer. You that revealed to Saul of Tarsus what he had to do for you. Come and reveal what you want me to do in this spiritual family. For you. So I can occupy till you come. Every plan of Satan to make me to be high doing your house. First plan of Satan. In the name of Jesus. And those who know already, the talent given to them, and they are negative about it, they don't care. Jesus, I beg, forgive my sin today. Give me that spirit of self-sacrifice concerning your divine assignment. Make me consecrated and committed your divine assignment from today. Even from moment and grown men, about what I found myself doing in your house. Even from complaining, giving excuses, deliver me. Make me cheerful, give up my service to you. Take over my feet today. Let them become beautiful upon the mountain to evangelize for you. To bear witness of this hidden truth. In the name of Jesus. Wherever I find myself, open my mouth to bear witness of this truth. Lord, do not take the talent you are giving to me from me. I beg you, help me to trade with this talent, to multiply these talents. To gain more than the talent you are giving to me. Let me not be that last lawful servant, unprofitable servant, that neglected his talent and despite the talent you gave to him. Let me not be cast into utter darkness because of the, my attitude towards the talent I committed to my hand. You know, like the devil exchanged your own talent with his talent. You know, like the devil exchanged the divine assignment I committed to my hand in this special family with his own divine assignment. Let the devil fail my life. Let the zeal of your divine son eat me up as he ate you up. As the zeal ate Jesus Christ up for his father's business, let that zeal eat me up. Use me for your glory, O oh Lord. Use me as a vessel to honor. 
in your great house, in the name of Jesus. All this year that the devil has been making me to labor for me to perish. Jesus terminates this number of years now. Do a new thing in my life. Come around your own program in my life. Terminate certain program in my life today. Let me not be one of the liberals sitting and the recruiter because Jesus Christ, they look for liberals. And so sometimes they look for liberals. Let me not be one of those in the name of Jesus. The talent you are giving to me, let the devil not steal it away from me because it has come to steal, to kill. Make it not steal away from me. Jesus, I beg you. Whatever talent which you are giving to me, let the devil not steal it away. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Heavenly Father, we are grateful once more that no matter what the devil thinks he's doing in our lives, no matter how hidden his wiles and devices are in our lives, in order to make us unprofitable unto you. Lord, we are grateful that you have come again to expose the devil. And we have seen ourselves in the mirror of your world. Lord, for this, we say thank you in the name of Jesus. As many of us that may have gone a hurrying living our divine assignments and working for money and things that perish it. Because the love of God in our hearts is no more. Lord, today, cause us to return in the name of Jesus. Whatever, O oh Lord, worldly ambition that we may be pursuing, whatever the worldly goal that has made our eyes to become evil and we have been enshrouded with darkness unknown to us, your word has come to deliver us. Give us full salvation. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Deliver us, O oh Lord, from the deceit of the devil that has taken us captive at his own will. We have become lawful captives unknown to us. Lord, as your word remove this veil from our eyes and from our minds, cause us to repent. In the name of Jesus, as we return to you, do not cast us away. Lord, receive us again. We return to our divine assignment for you. Help us to find our talents. Help us, O oh Lord, to trade with them, to make profit with it. 
so that at the end, O Lord, on the day of reckoning, may we receive reward for faithfulness. May we receive reward for our committedness to your service. May we not receive condemnation. May the talent that you have given to us not be taken away from us. May we not be cast into outer darkness. Father, hear and answer our cry. In Jesus' name we pray.